Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. My name is Miss Smith. Are you ready for our Saturday morning adventure and Bible study? Well, grab your Bible and a friend and come on and join us. dark out here. I can barely see my own two feet, Rudy. Just hold on, Joey. We have to make it to the barn before it's too late. If it wasn't for this full moon tonight, we'd probably end up lost. And I'm afraid I'm going to fall or something. Besides, why did Billy Bob send us to the barn anyway? There was no one else, Joey. We have to get Billy Bob's horse for him before it's too late. Too late for what? I don't understand why he couldn't just get his own horse himself. Watch out, Joey. It's a hole in the ground. I almost tripped. I see it, I see it. How far do you think we are? It should just be up the path a bit. Not too much longer. Hang on, Joey. Whoa, what was that noise? I didn't hear anything. But I did. Listen, do you hear it? Yeah. It's coming from those bushes over there. It's probably just an animal or something. Come on, hurry. We're almost there. How you doing, old Betsy? Are you ready for an important ride tonight? Okay, Joey. Grab this rope and let's get going. Hurry, we're running out of time. She's not moving. Come on, Betsy. Come on, Betsy. Come on, Betsy. We have to go now. Please, Betsy, let's go. What's wrong with her? Why isn't she moving? I don't know. Here, let's try this. You get on that side and push, and I'll pull her. Ready? Yeah, ready. Come on, Betsy. Go, come Betsy, on. Go, oh, man, Betsy, good girl. Go. Good girl. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah, go. come on. Come on, go, Betsy. Come on. Come on. Betsy. Betsy, good girl. Good girl. Just go. Good girl. A little bit more. A little bit more. Keep going. Yeah, let's go. Thanks, boys. I knew I could count on you to get old Betsy for me. I'll be back as soon as I can. Sure thing, Billy Bob. But when can we tell Mrs. Patterson about what's going on? Not until I've returned, you understand? I'll tell you everything when I get back. Now, make sure you prepare a room. Put plenty of clean towels and sheets and blankets in the room. Whatever you can get a hold of. What? Adam! Adam! Well, what's wrong? Well, what happened? It, it, 
he's okay, Mr. Patterson. He just wet to the bone and shivered like a madman. Quickly, we must get these wet clothes off of him. Thank the Lord, Mrs. Patterson. He brought me Betsy, thanks to Rudy and Joey. And without Betsy, there's no way I could have made it over the New Garden River. I'm just glad Adam's okay. Wasn't that an exciting story, children? Aren't you glad that Adam was rescued and brought home safely? Now let's begin our Bible lesson. So listen carefully as Mr. G opens God's Word again. Let's say our memory verse. Joey, can you read that for the boys and girls listening at home? Sure, Mr. G. Exodus 15:1. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. Thanks, Joey. Today we'll be talking about the Red Sea. Is anyone familiar with the story of when the Israelites were finally able to leave the land of Egypt? I think that Pharaoh kept telling the Israelites they could leave, but then he would change his mind, and each time God would send another plague. I believe the last plague was when God killed all the firstborn, a people and animals of Egyptians, including Pharaoh's own son. Right, Joey. That's great. I see you've been reading your Bible. Pharaoh did let the Israelites go, but then what happened after that? Does anyone remember? Pharaoh actually went after the Israelites with his army to capture them and bring them back to Egypt. However, God protected the Israelites from Pharaoh with a great miracle. Grandpa, isn't that when the Israelites were trapped at the sea and Pharaoh and his army were chasing them? Yes, Rudy, that was the Red Sea. And God made a path of dry ground through the midst of the Red Sea, with walls of water on either side of them, so the Israelites passed safely through the waters to the other side. That reminds me of a verse I found, Mr. G. Can I say it? Sure, Wolfie. What is it? Psalm 136, verse 14 reads, "And made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for His mercy endureth forever." That is a great verse. Thanks, Wolfie. After the Israelites had safely crossed the Red Sea, as Pharaoh and his army were furiously chasing them, God caused their chariot wheels to get stuck in the mud, and then He caused those huge walls of water to come crashing down, killing Pharaoh and all his army. That's amazing, Mr. G. Do you mean that God commanded the waters to divide, and they divided? And then he commanded the walls of water to come down, and they came down, killing Pharaoh and his entire army. Absolutely, Joey. This is the God of the whole universe, as we read in Mark 4:41 about the Lord Jesus. And they feared exceedingly, and said one to another, "What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him?" 
And this is the context of our memory verse. As Moses and the Israelites sang this song of praise to the Lord. Let's read some verses from Exodus 15, starting with verses 1 through 5. Rudy, can you take the first two verses and then, let's see, Joey the next two, and Wolfie, can you read verse 5 for us? All right, Grandpa. Exodus 15, verses 1 and 2. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he is become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him an habitation, my father's God, and I will exalt him. Let's see Exodus 15, verses 3 and 4. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his hosts hath he cast into the sea. And his chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. And Exodus 15, verse 5 says, The depths have covered them. They sank into the bottom as a stone. Thank you, boys. This is frightening language describing what happened to Pharaoh and his whole army as they were all destroyed in the Red Sea. Does anyone know what the Red Sea is a picture of spiritually? Is it hell, Grandpa? Yes, you're correct, Rudy. What is the spiritual meaning of the Israelites being able to pass through the Red Sea, Mr. G? Would it be a picture of all the believers escaping hell? Yes, those who died in the Red Sea are a picture of all non-believers, Wolfgang. They are the ones whose sins have not been paid for by the Lord Jesus. Now, in order for just one person to be saved, what did the Lord Jesus have to do for that person? He had to take all their sins and put them on himself. Correct. And he had to suffer their punishment, which God says the wages of sin is death. And the death God is speaking of here is the second death, eternal damnation in hell. The Lord Jesus had to come under the full wrath of God as God poured out his infinite anger upon the Lord Jesus. Christ endured hell for each and every child of God whose names he had written in the Lamb's book of life before he had even created the universe. Now back to the Red Sea. I thought this was very interesting. The Hebrew word for red is Strong's number 5488. And this is the same exact Hebrew word, which is also found in Jonah 2.5, where it is translated as weeds. Joey, can you read that for us? Sure. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. Are you saying that the same word for red is in Red Sea? Is the word for weeds in Jonah 2.5? Yes, Joey, and this passage, where Jonah is swallowed up by a whale, is a picture of Christ suffering the wrath of God. Notice in verse 2 of the same chapter it says, Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. Grandpa, I also noticed that Jonah 2.3 it's a lot like Exodus 15.1. Do you mind if I read it? Sure. Go right ahead, Rudy. Jonah 2.3 For thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All the billows and thy waves passed over me. What an amazing sacrifice that the Lord Jesus had to make 
so that I might be saved, or you, if indeed we are a child of God. Now let's listen to Miss Smith as she sings the hymn, Come Ye Faithful, Raise the Strain. I'll read the stanzas she'll be singing. Come ye faithful, raise the strain of triumphant gladness. God hath brought his Israel into joy from sadness. Loose from Pharaoh's bitter yoke, Jacob's sons and daughters led them with unmoistened foot through the Red Sea waters. Tis the spring of souls today, Christ hath burst his prison, and from three days sleep in death as a sun hath risen. All the winter of our sins, long and dark, is flying. From his light to whom we give laud and praise undying. Neither might the gates of death, nor the tomb's dark portal, nor the watchers, nor the seal, hold thee as a mortal. But today amidst the twelve thou didst stand, bestowing that thy peace which evermore passeth human knowing. Amen. listening to our program today. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments or if you'd like a free audio CD, please write to Treasures from the Bible, a ministry of Bible Ministries International. You can write and care Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program is 092 and is entitled A Dangerous Crossing. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!